When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Oh, boy. Another good theme song. Another, the same, the same good one. Thanks, Mark, for that one. Mark, thank you so much. You're the man. <laughs> this is I Miss You Man, the only podcast that you and I do together, Dylan. Yeah, the only one. Yeah, it's unique in that way. If you want a podcast of me and Dylan, this is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, this you can't get it anywhere else. We promise you. <laughs> so, my name's Lonnie. His name's Dylan. Mm-hmm, what is mm-hmm. this show normally about, Dylan? Normally it's about you and me, Lonnie, being a couple of buds catching up each week, taking each other through a topic, and that could be anything. could be life, pop culture, everything in between. Exactly right. And this episode is special in the sense that it's our mini-series, isn't it? Oh, what? Well, don't know about mini. It's probably going to be quite maxi-series <laughs> by the end of it. True. What are we in, Chapter 7? We think so. It's chapter seven of the Christina Chronicles. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Richie. Our celebration and investigation of <laughs> Christina Ritchie's filmography. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of getting now into uh, the teenage years of mm. Christina. So. Very much so. Mm. It is now and then. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> 1995. Directed by Leslie Linker Glider. Who that? Um, the director. And <laughs> <laughs> so one second. No, that's all right. I was just joking, Lonnie. I don't think she's done many other things. I could be wrong, but I haven't heard the name before. Seems like it's the only film director that I can see. Um, at least anyone that's on Roger Ebert's website. So it's a bit of a <laughs> sizzle for the rest of the podcast. Okay, so now and then. So it's from 1995, so a couple of years on from, well, the same year as Casper, I believe. Yeah, I think, of, yeah, Casper's 95, yeah. I think, yeah. It's kind of billed as the, the female Stand By Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which Absolutely. I which I don't think is a very good comparison for either film. Um, oh, okay. Well, there, there are parts of it. So I know you're a big Stand By well, Me. Well, Lonnie. Go on. It. It revolves around four friends yep. when they were young. Yep. Narrated by one of the main characters, older actor. Mm. Involves a mystery about a dead kid. Oh yeah. yeah. And has near death experiences mm. with the characters, mm-hmm. as well as featuring error appropriate songs. I mean, that all checks out. Yeah. Except Stand by Me, the all female reboot, <laughs> and not as good. Oh, I mean, you're, true, but Stand By Me is a classic. You're a big fan, aren't you? Of Stand By Me? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I quite love it, yeah. Is it one true of, you watched it once and then rewound it and watched it again straight away? 
I don't know about that. It's a bit rough to watch twice in a row, but I've definitely watched it multiple times. But can I just say, movie's called Now and Then, so it's just been called Then. <laughs> Pretty much, eh? Because it was advertised mm. to me mm-hmm. in the trailer I watched. Mm. I was going back and forth between the present and the past. Yeah. Didn't do that, did it? It's bookended rather than... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a bit like yeah, now and then. Things are happening and then we cut to the, the now. Yeah, and, and they'd be like, oh, my God, I remember that. And they'd have like funny insights as to what they were thinking back then, that sort yeah. of thing. Didn't really reach its full potential in that way. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I kept thinking, I'm like, okay, when are we going back to the, the, the <laughs> I accepted halfway through. I'm like, oh, okay, we're not going back, are we? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's um, that's something that our friend Roger picked up on, actually. Oh, it's kind of obvious. Not going to give him credit for that. <laughs> he says, Dylan. Oh, we're getting into him already. Yeah, Dylan, now, well, it's cut off now, so I thought. Okay, all right. What was the purpose of the wraparound bookend, the big name? <laughs> Why was it necessary for us to see who the girls grew up to be? Um, it goes on, it's like, he explains that they made the pledge to always be there if one of them was in need, and then, you know, which is a very cliched, rather pregnant, push, push, push scene. Yeah, okay, all right, settle down. Okay. <coughs> Let's inform the people what it's about first. So it's about these okay. four friends. Sorry, I've got to have myself there. Okay. You just want to tear into it, and I won't let you yet. Okay. It's about these uh, four friends. Mm. who we see are now women. Uh, they're going to help their friend Chrissy, who's in labour at the moment. She wants to be around her friends, obviously. Um, so they all come in. So one's like, I don't know what team is. Is she like a corporate executive or something like that? Isn't be, she a writer, isn't she? Oh, is she? Mm. Oh, really? So stand by me again. Okay. Yeah, Demi Moore's supposed to be a writer. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely stand by me then. <laughs> Um, then there was, was it Tishy? A teeny, I think. Yeah. Teeny, teeny, that's right. Uh, she's like a Hollywood movie star. Mm-hmm. And then there's Roberta, who I'm guessing is a nurse. She's a doctor, I believe. Oh, okay, even better. They call yeah. Doctor. yeah, okay, cool. And then Chrissy, who's, I don't know, a housewife, I guess. Do you think it's funny in these movies? It happens in Stand By Me, it happens in It as well. Which, you know, sure, sure. Connection there. Yeah. Like, some of them have to go on to be famous. Yeah, <laughs> just a writer and a Hollywood actor and stuff like, and then the one who's just at home is like almost seen as a failure because she's still at home. It's like maybe you guys have different careers where you not all have to be famous people. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's I suppose, isn't it? yeah, it's probably like that thing like oh they're coming back down to the yeah. something that's unfamiliar to them for the longest time. And I guess like it could be thought who wants to watch a movie about someone who just happens to be a lawyer or a teacher or something. It's yeah, more exciting when they're. Hollywood actor or something. But even oh, though, exactly, exactly. You barely see them and they're, and they're older, so. You know. Yeah, well, anyway, it's about this, uh, they're coming in to see their friend Chrissy who's pregnant at the moment because they made a pact when they were little yeah. that whenever one of them needed the others, they would all be there for them. That's what's happening here. And then we get the whole story about how they made that pact when they were little. A lot of cemetery um, visits at night time. <laughs> Basically. A lot of seances, Warning. Yes. Well, can I just ask, before we get into it too much, Warning, is this a coming-of-age film or is it a comedy or is it a drama or is it a horror movie or is it a murder mystery? 
I mean, it's all those things and more. It's barely those things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Personally, bit of sample of each. A little bit, yeah. And I kind of feel like some of those. Um, it's like when you go to Pizza Hut yeah. and you mix all the soft drinks together, yeah. and it comes out as like this weird generic soft drink. It's like, oh, okay, it's not bad, but it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's actually what Roger said in his review. So. Hey, my man, frequenting the Pizza Hut. Good on him. I feel like the the murder mystery elements kind of distracted from the rest of the story, to be honest. It's quite heavy stuff. It's quite heavy stuff. <laughs> I definitely didn't expect it to be there yeah. for this one. It's funny, I was just thinking of um, Roberta, it's Christina's character, mm. having to deal with like a family death. That's kind of similar to Stand By Me as well, isn't it? Doesn't one of the older brothers died in that, so that's why one of the characters is... Yeah, sorry, yeah. It was, um, it was the main guy, I think. Yeah, I forgot his yeah, name. for a while, so... But yeah, his older brother died and his mm. parents hate him because he should have died, I guess. Yeah. Because that's the thing, like... <laughs> and River Phoenix is the only one that loved him. Yeah. Um, I just feel like some of those things... Like, like in Stand By Me, if we're going to draw a comparison... Oh, you'd have to, yeah. It, um... Feels like that's part of the story, and they're going on the journey together on the trip, and like the revelation they have about themselves and as as friends, so they all seem connected. And this mm. one is just like every now and then we're going to go to the library, look at this story, and then every now and then we're going to go back and try and talk to Grandma about what happened. And I don't just didn't feel very connected to me. Yeah, it was a lot of just. There's a few points where they go back to investigating the murder mm. of. Was it Dear Johnny? Dear Johnny, yep. Bad name. <laughs> um, and then just interspersed, just, just classic teenage shenanigans throughout. Which I guess is kind of like life, I suppose, in a way. <laughs> like the truest reflection of life. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a little bit like a hangout movie. It's like, this is our summer, we're just getting up to shit. And, you know, yeah, pretty much. Did you have summers like this, Dylan? Just hanging out and stuff? Yeah. I mean, no. We all had TV and video games. We didn't go outside. Did you hang out with friends over the summer break? Uh, not with friends, but like mostly like my cousins and that. They were like my friends when I was little. Mm-hmm. Did you have a rival game? <laughs> no. No, I, I didn't have a, a group of girls that I that I hated and teased all the time. Just harassed them? Oh. No, nah, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, so I didn't, didn't do that sort of shit. What happens in here, though? Um, Robert is a menace, isn't she? Just <laughs> it's funny, though. It what don't you like about it? No, I like it. To a certain extent. And I can see why she's got issues with um with death and her mental health is maybe a little bit skewed because... Oh, you're mom. talking about the pranks. Well, well, she yeah. makes them think that yeah. that she's dead, and then the voiceover's like, "It wasn't the first time." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> you just wouldn't believe it after a while, would you? Like, okay, no, she's dead again. <laughs> but, but I liked it when she called the boy a fart ass. That was good. Yeah, that my notes too. <laughs> what an insult! <laughs> yeah, people should say that more often. I reckon. Yeah, fart ass. Yeah. I'm wondering if you thought maybe the girls could have gone to the funeral to the um, acting the school. <laughs> We've <laughs> gone to the cemetery during the day occasionally, Dylan. Oh, it's all about the atmosphere, Lonnie. And they wouldn't have seen Crazy Pete. 
that's kind of like a bit of a home alone sort of situation. Like um, the misunderstood crazy old man. Yes, definitely happens in um, Kill Mockingbird as well as you know yep. Boo Radley. Like they didn't even try to make him that mysterious or creepy. Like it's just an old man on a bike. He's in the background of the shot. Like oh, it's scared. Let's run away. It might have worked. Crazy Pete. Yeah, it would have worked better if maybe he'd, I don't know, come close to them and there'd been a misunderstanding where he, they thought he was being creepy towards them or something. Like, I didn't really ever think that he was that crazy, to be honest. No, he just seemed like an old man that was riding his bike. Mm. I mean, I suppose the weirdest thing about him is that he didn't go out in the daytime. He's only out at night, but, mm. you know. That's all right. That's all right. Let's, let's touch on Christina. Mm. As young Roberta, yes. uh, had a little bit of a go at him, but I think she makes the other kid actors seem like bad actors, which mm. are not that bad. But when she's that good, mm. you have to bring it to her level. I don't think the other girls do it, um, except for the girl who plays Chrissy. I actually quite liked her; thought she's pretty good. Mm. I think I agree with that. I think maybe the film is a little bit um, underserviced by her not being the main character. Yeah, it's Sam. Yeah. Which is like the most boring yeah. The most boring character. And I mean, she's fine, but you're right, Christina is, is that good that Yeah, her biggest know. issue is that her parents are getting divorced. Oh wow. And they're like Christina's when she's on the screen, you know, she's present and active, like we've been saying all throughout these previous films. Yeah. But then yeah, she she's not on screen very often, so it kind of hurts the movie, I think. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. If Christina's character was the main one, it wouldn't be much better. She kind of is, like, she gets, like, her own scenes, like, mm. she has the scene where she kisses the boy for the first time. That was very funny. I've written down here where he's like, can I kiss you? And she says yes. And then he tries to kiss her straight away. She's like, oh, you mean now? <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah, setting up a rain check, rain check kiss. Yeah. <laughs> In the future, you may kiss him, yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I mean, she does have some scenes, but I just feel like, yeah, it could have worked better if maybe. But maybe that's just their lens that we're looking at these through, like 
looking at for Christina. Like we're watching for Christina. Yeah, we want her to be the main character. (laughs) Yeah, we're not quite there yet. Um, Um, Can we talk about the... Sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say Chrissy is a bit of a prude, isn't she? Yes. Because of her mother. Well, that leads me to my point as well about the... Um, when they see the boys skinny dipping. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. It was funny. You're not, you're not seeing much from that far away, are you, though? Seriously. Oh, apparently they could see dick. Yeah. Dick and balls, they said, I think. Wow, oh, yeah. But no, nah, Chrissy was funny because all the others look except her and she's like, oh, now I have to look because this is just going to be the topic of conversation. <laughs> I'm doing this in protest. Yeah, <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, I like that young actor. She's pretty good. Mm, that was a nice name. Yeah. Um, and then that sort of leads into, really, I think, also the best scene, um, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, how good. No My idea. boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wasn't in the opening credits, not that I saw anyway. Uncredited, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and he was great for his small role that he was in. Yeah, so explain what he does in the film, then, please. Well, they like come across this guy just walking the roads mm. on when they're on their bikes, and they just start asking him, you know, what he's doing, who he is, mm-hmm. and it turns out he's like a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. He'd just come back from the war, which was still ongoing at the time. Mm. I think he came back because he was like injured or something. I think. Mm. Yeah, he could and get shot. Were... He was like, "That's the best thing ever happened to me." Yeah, he was like, "Thank God." Yeah. And they were like. So what's going on about there? I heard we're winning. He's like, yeah, don't believe that shit. Mm. <laughs> it's awful over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I thought he was great stuff. He's like giving them life lessons, you know? He's like, mm. I'll tell you, I, I wish someone told me when I was your age, the parents aren't always right. Totally, and I think, you know, you could draw that comparison to him being, you know, sold some sort of story about the war and then getting over Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought he... But he's great. That's more role he was in. Yeah, and I think yeah, and gave the girls a lot to work with as well. Like, yeah, yeah, I think absolutely, it was good stuff. Um, One of the best scenes. I yeah. oh, just just back to um, Roberta Christina. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So the kiss happens, and then the next day, they're painting the painting the garage, and mm-hmm. then um, boy comes over and he's nice to her again, and then sort of a bit of a flirty business going on. And, and that's when up. she stopped taping her boobs. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. I didn't like the voiceover, though, much, to be honest. What are your thoughts on the voiceover? Oh, I mean, it was fine. wasn't anything standout or anything. Yeah, like, it was funny in that moment for that particular line, but for the rest of it was a little bit like, and on that day, we changed forever. <laughs> we became not just friends, we became more than, you know, just like... yeah. Very hokey sort of. Oh, that classic stuff. cheesy internal dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Well, voiceover. Yeah. I think that's kind of the reason why people don't like voiceover much in movies because it's often. Points out the and, obvious and. Yeah, like takes away from something on screen. You don't have to say it again in the voiceover. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's fair enough. So they're looking to work out what's going on with this, this kid who died. Because they think they brought him back from the dead. Yeah, so they, they honestly believe that you think that. Well, I mean, the the tombstone was cracked open yeah, and everything, true. and they were freaking out. I mean, if you were that age, you probably wouldn't be adverse to it. I guess if you're like yeah, eleven, twelve, thirteen, you kind of you kind of take that stuff for granted. You're like, oh, of course, seances are real because yeah, I why wouldn't they be? Yeah, the seance book or whatever. So yeah, but then they also, what I mean is they 
think that happened, but they're not that worried because they they do other stuff. They as still, well. yeah, continue with their kid lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's kids, I guess, for you. So. Oh yeah, short attention spans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's funny when they go to the um, library in the next town over. There's some comically large books. Do you, <laughs> do you notice how large the books were? Or, yeah, yeah. I think that was just because they were all newspapers and that. Oh, I, I get why. It's just like they're bigger than them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But fuck that. <laughs> the, like, arguably one of the most emotional scenes mm. is where Christina, as Roberta, finds an article about her mother. Mm. Apparently her father had always told her like that she died, but it was very quick and painless and Angel took her to heaven and everything. Mm. And she found an article about her mother's car crash and apparently she was pinned in the wreckage for like hours while they were trying to get her out. Yeah. And that's, she died throughout the night. That, that's great that that's in the paper, for sure, that sort of information. Isn't it? <laughs> How dare you? No, I'm, I'm just I'm talking to you about the newspaper for saying that. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. But yeah, I, I oh. agree. They're very emotional, and then sort of mirrored later on when um, then she she cracks her shit and breaks a mirror and just yeah, she's like, why does everyone lie? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty emotional. Also, yeah. I think the other scene where um, where Sam you know, reveals that her parents are divorcing, and you know her friends like, oh, you know, it's okay. It's, um, these things happen, and you know everyone goes through bad stuff in life. Yeah, and I wrote down what she said. She said, it might be normal, but it still hurts. And I thought that was just a really well-delivered line in a really emotional moment in a film that, you know, doesn't quite do it justice for those <laughs> scenes around it, but in that moment it was quite good, I thought. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Mm. Hank Azari is in this. <laughs> <laughs> I always like seeing him on screen. I didn't like seeing him here. Why not? It's just weird. He's yeah. like, it's like he was playing a parody of a seventies bloke. Like after everything he said, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like his outfit though. He's the massive collar. Yeah, seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just weird. He, was, yeah, he had like, very, very, like what happened after that scene? Ah, oh, nothing. Did, did the girls? Did she see her dad ever again? Like, yeah, not. <laughs> we'll never know. They didn't tell us that. Mm. Yeah, a bit rude. Dad just ups and leaves. Like, he gets a divorce. Doesn't mean you're not seeing him ever again. Yeah, you should try and be part of your life if you're, I guess, it's the 70s, but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, you remember that softball game they went to? Mm. And that nerdy kid starts coming over and hitting on Chrissy. Yeah. Do you notice at the end that that was her husband? Yeah, I got that impression. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's all right, yeah. It was a bit annoying he wasn't there for the birth, though, to be honest. Oh, he tried? Yeah, but then she's like, when when at the beginning of the film, she's like, I'm ready to pop, get this baby out of me. Like, shouldn't he have been around? Ah, oh, figure of speech. He still has a job, mate. I guess so. Jesus. He's a dentist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Teeth ain't going to pull themselves. Uh, do you respect how they were, like, with the birth? It was, like, very bloody and, yeah, and all that. Yeah, pretty um, realistic. Oh, it's covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They went the realistic route. I respect that. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff all round. Great movie. You just put my leg down. <laughs> I actually did like it. Yeah, I didn't right, mind yeah, okay. it. I'll give it probably... It. 7 out of 10. Okay. 
I'm giving it like a, a six probably. Like no, that's all right. Five, I don't know. Ah, uh, you said six. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take six. There's some good stuff in there, and I, I like the messages, and I liked the, uh, yeah, the, the score maybe. was pretty good too. Yeah, like that classic '90s coming of age yeah. score. Yeah. Um, our friend Roger, I mentioned, wasn't a huge <laughs> fan. He gave it two out of four stars. Um, bit rough. Bit rough. He, he questioned the the framing device, which we kind of did as well. Yeah, as I said, it would have been better if we had them reflecting on these specific stories. So in theory, we might be interested in seeing what kind of women the girls grew up to be. But the movie gives the adults so little screen time that it has to resort to shorthand, like using smoking as a character trait. <laughs> yeah, right. Bit rude. He also questioned um, the scene where she gets stuck in the bloody drain at the... The street. Yeah. He called it a hokey scene. He said, I wondered what depths of desperation the filmmakers had arrived at in their need to create artificial tension. Yes, true, but still rough. He said, unlike Stand By Me, which was distinguished by psychological soundness of the story, and you can believe it and believe it and care about it, now and then is made of artificial bits and pieces. Jeez, I didn't read that before now, that's pretty rough. <laughs> I've I've just looked up some Rotten Tomatoes ones. All right, There's a good one here. Mm-hmm. Now and then you're successful, but only now and then. <laughs> you kind of ask me for it, aren't you? If you um, give yourself oh, time yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Two point five. So better than Roger. Mm. But yeah, so overall you didn't like it, eh? I just, as I said, I liked what it was going for, but I just don't think it didn't achieve what I what it could have. Mm, okay. But Christine was really good, so as always. Well, yeah, she's the shining light mm. in all these movies so yeah, far. So except for Hardway, I suppose. Yeah. It's fairly in it though. Yeah. Once again, probably not a movie made for you and me, so that's perhaps part of it, but still I thought it I wanted to like it more and I did. It's a shame. It's a shame. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about it, Lonnie. Okay. What's coming up next in the Christina Chronicles? I'm not sure. I think it's the fucking Gold Mountain treasure one, whatever it is. Let me, let me check. I'll have a quick look, but I'm pretty sure it's that. It's like Bear Mountain, I think. Gold Diggers, The Secret of Bear Mountain. Yep, that's the one. Then. Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Why? It's an adventure film. Bad, bad name for a movie, though. Bad name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. We'll see. We're getting there. We committed to this, so. Well, yeah. Now we're in the. Now we're in the. I don't know what these are going to be like era exactly. of films, <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of those for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Until Speed Racer, and we know that's amazing. So. I always think you know when I'm talking to someone, and they're like, oh, "What are you doing?" I'm like, so they asked me if I was going to watch them last night. I was like, "Oh no, I have to watch now and then." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening, and thank you also for you know, following us on the socials, getting in touch with us, having a chat, reading a review. Anything else, Dylan? Thanks for listening and supporting the boys. Yeah, telling a friend would be really good as well. Yeah, why not? Um, and yeah, get in touch with your opinions about now and then. I'd love to hear them. Really. But get you know, 
No one's watching this movie, Lonnie. I think so. <laughs> oh, you never know. Maybe there's some freaks out there like us who are doing this. I don't think anyone's doing this, right? Yeah, just us. Yeah. It's good. Do we regret it yet? No. Kind of. <laughs> nah, that's all right. Wait until we get to that darn cat, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forget about that darn cat. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Never yeah. mind. Take it all back. <laughs> all right, then. We'll see you next time. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Hey, Dylan, I just wanted to say I have another podcast. You're cheating on me, mate. <laughs> Well, in some ways, I'm cheating on Sine and I only like you with you. So just wanted to let everyone know. Um, I always forget to mention it, but another podcast, it's a movie review podcast that I do with Sine, who's my partner and also was on our Paddington episode a few few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get amongst some really interesting discussions about the latest movies, um, that's the place to be. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.